Welcome to the Move With Tank podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Tancini. He is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy, a strength and conditioning coach, former college athlete, four-time CrossFit regional athlete, and a national-level Olympic weightlifter. On the show, he will cover ways for active individuals and athletes, just like you, to stay healthy and improve their performance without the need of surgery, injections, and pain medication. If you ever have any questions for Dr. Tansini, which you would like answered, send over an email or message through Instagram at drtank underscore dpt. So without further ado, here's your host, Dr. Tank. Hey guys, uh, this is Dr. Michael Tansini here with the Move With Tank podcast. And uh, today I've got two uh, people with me today. Uh, they are, they own or they operate two separate burn boot camps but yet they are husband and and wife and uh so they're a pretty awesome couple um doing some really awesome things here around the triangle and um so uh, Lindsay and steven uh, a welcome to the show what's up you guys How's it going, guys? glad to be here awesome so uh now um COVID-19, it's, it's kind of thrown us all for a pretty big loop right now. Uh, how are, uh, are you guys holding up? I'm so proud of just Burn as an organization, just how they responded to this whole thing. Um, I think we were all probably taken aback in the very beginning with how long we were actually going to be outside of our gyms. But, I mean, Burn had a, a plan in place the next day and we were jumping on live workouts and zooms with our teams with our entire gyms both steven and my uh, respective gyms um pretty much immediately so i feel like we're doing a great job given the circumstances that we're in right now and it feels like the morale of both of our gyms has been you know as motivated and optimistic as we possibly could be so i'm i mean i'm proud of our our people for sure yeah it was it was a very seamless transition how quickly we were able we were able to just migrate from being inside four walls to all of a sudden running thing online as if that's what it always was. It was like I said, super seamless transition that made things easier for us, but also for our members. And, you know, a big part of, you know, what makes Burn Bootcamp special is the community of people that we have. So the fact that, you know, people were, we were finishing up Zoom workouts and people were hanging on afterwards for five, 10 minutes, just talking and chatting, you know, it gave, it gave people a sense of normalcy that a lot of people don't have because they were disconnected from that place that they would go to, to get their workouts in and see people and stuff like that. So, you know, obviously not ideal, but I, man, we've, we've definitely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I have the pleasure to work with a few of your members, uh, just on like a continuity type type basis to where, uh, I just help them stay healthy. And, uh, I, I, I've kind of seen it from like a, like a third party. And uh, I can tell you, like, people are loving what you guys are doing. Uh, they're so, uh, you know, grateful for what Burn is doing and what uh, you guys are doing and all the effort that you're putting in. And uh, uh, they all are super pumped to get back in the gym whenever that time comes. But, uh, you know, it's the videos and um, the Zoom calls and all that stuff has been helping them out the best they, that it possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, all right, now, um, 
can you guys introduce yourself? So like, I said your names and uh, kind of uh, I'm on what you guys do, but uh, uh, can you just, you know, I'm on, uh, Lindsay, uh, let's start with you. Okay. And uh, we just start who you are uh, and uh, how uh, you got to where uh, you are now and um, where's your boot camp at and all that stuff. Yeah, so uh, my name is Lindsay Arias, which is we just had our one-year wedding anniversary. So prior Lindsay Willis, but now Lindsay <laughs> Arias, and uh, over at the Carrie Burn Boot Camp. Um, I've been with Burn for over four years now, uh, which has been just a cool ride to see the franchise start where it was four years ago uh, to where it is today. Um, I went to East Carolina University, which is where I fell in love with the health and fitness world. Um, I had the opportunity to do a really cool internship out in San Diego uh, with Todd Durkin over at Fitness Quest 10, which was a phenomenal experience. Um, that's actually where Steven and I met was in college. And um, I never pictured myself doing group fitness as a career. I always thought I was going to go more the personal training route, which I did for a little while. Um, but at my internship is where I fell in love with the, the group aspect um, and the fact that you can still do personal training in a group um, because I, for part of my job in college, taught the Les Mills, which was a really fun way to make money in college and stay active and, you know, uh, help out the student population. But I didn't really have that connection because it's a little bit more group designated, not as much one-on-one. -on -one. So um, after working in personal training for a couple of years in Raleigh. Um, I came to Raleigh for a job opportunity and for this guy. And um, I was contacted by a, a buddy of mine from ECU uh, letting me know about Burn and the fact that it was coming to the triangle and that I should get in contact with the owners um, that were opening up the Cary location. And it was just kind of fate from there. We people that we are, good friends with now that are our franchise partners. And um, yeah, it was a lot of little steps to get to where we're at now, but I, Burn has been a game changer for not only us, but for our communities. So um, it's been, it's been an awesome four years. I can't wait to see where the next four take us. We're not, we're just getting started, which is cool to think about. So yeah, long story short, that's how I got here. I'm from New Hampshire, so there's a whole prior to why I came down here, but um, yeah, so we're just, we're happy with where we're at and then both of our gyms now running as sister facilities and it's been really cool. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Uh, Steven, uh, now um, uh, you and I have a very common, you know, younger years. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, so can you, yeah, yeah, can you tell yeah. us? So uh, I'm Steven Arias, uh, head trainer at Burn Bootcamp Chapel Hill and um, me and uh and mike we actually are from the same hometown so we're both from uh concord of both 704 boys um he went to a different high school and i believe you're one year older right i think that's what it was you're one yeah. year so he went to jm robinson high school and then i went to concord high school but uh we know some of the same people so like i said we're only a year apart and uh awesome that we're you know in similar fields now with both like you know physical therapy and exercise health and wellness but um so yeah so yeah i remember that first time me and me and michael met we actually had that that background, which is pretty awesome. But um, as Lindsay mentioned, we had similar similar backgrounds in the sense that we both went to ECU. We both, you know, were in the exercise, uh, health and fitness uh, thing, uh, major field. When I graduated 
high school or college, I went more the strength and conditioning route. So I was a strength and conditioning coach at a uh, local gym called D1 Sports and primarily trained. Uh, we had general pop, but it was also a lot of athletes, both like, you know, young all the way up to professional. And um, that was that was basically kind of what I did, both training, both personal training and group training. Um, we had boot camp style workouts, a little bit different setup, but still group training. And then we also did more sports specific training individually with our uh, personal training clients and athletes. So that was, um, that's what I did pretty much the first four years out of college. Throughout that time, Lindsay had uh, obviously switched over to burn boot camp, and it was cool seeing like, you know, two different, two different sides of training and two kind of, you know, different, you know, avenues. Um, and then when Carrie burn boot camp opened up there, Chapel Hill was always on the, on the, it was always planned. It wasn't, sure when that was going to happen but it was always a part of the next gym that was going to open up and Lindsay was actually going to help run that one as well <laughs> and um long story short things in my old gym uh they just started you know looking a little bleak so that's when I decided like you know what Lindsay's crushed at a burn boot camp carry I think that would be an awesome thing for me to you know double team and tag team with Lindsay and you know kind of make that jump over to the Chapel Hill side so um yeah that's basically what happened you know, Beth and Brian knew who I was. They knew that I was also a trainer. They, you know, trusted me with taking over that gym as well. So it made for, and then for me, I was fortunate because it made that transition super easy because I live with somebody that had already built this thing, you know, for two years. So it was easy for me to kind of hit the ground running and have, you know, some money um, at home that can always like bounce off ideas and questions and things like that. So Chapel Hill got up to speed fairly quickly and um, things have been, you know, we're coming up on two years, uh, June, actually, yeah. 10 days june june 11th is when we first opened the doors to uh, june 11 2018 we first opened the doors and burned boot camp chapel hill so coming up on two years and uh crazy that's gone that fast we we have an amazing community of people um very diverse community obviously we're in chapel hill so it's cool to see uh ages all over the place coming through our doors but um it's been fun it's been something that has really been a calling to me to not get too in depth i grew up an overweight kid most of my life so being able to be on this side of things and living a much healthier life, um, it's awesome that I can um, not only resonate a little bit more with some of our members that have some of these, you know, uh, struggles, but um, it, it makes it much more fulfilling for me to be like, yo, I've, I know what side you're on and I promise you this side is way better. So let me help you get there. So that way you can have a more fulfilling, more, you know, enjoyable life because it is truly greener on this side of health and wellness. And that's one thing that really kind of further pushed me towards burn boot campus to really kind of hit that demographic and being able to make more of an impact there. Gotcha, man. That's awesome. So, uh, how is it, how are you guys both earn or operate your own, uh, boot camps, but then you come home to the same house later on in the day, does it keep on flowing or are you guys able to kind of turn it off a little bit or? We, we try, I feel like we, it's hard because we both love our gym so much and like every day is so different. So the first thing you want to do is like share that the cool thing that happened today or the client that crushed it. Right. But, um, I think we've definitely made an effort to have some separation just to make sure that there's still like Steven and Lindsay time even though 99.9% .9 of our life is, yeah. is burned. Like it really is, especially when, when we're in the thick of things, when the, you know, the gyms are actually open and running. Um, so we definitely take time. I don't know if it's on a daily basis, but maybe like a day out of the week where we kind of like turn it off for a little while. Um, 
but it's different than if we both worked in the same job that we hated and then you came home and started talking about it. It's really, it's just like we like to share yeah. all the cool things that happen. So it's hard to turn it off, but we yeah. try. It's hard to separate it because it, it is pretty much our life. But like ultimately, like, it, you know, we, we thoroughly enjoy it. We have fun doing it. So um, it's, if, if it's like ever brought up or anything like that, it's more so just us kind of like feeding off each other. And like, like she said, sharing positive things and stuff like that. It's never gotten to a point where we're just like, all right, we have to stop talking about burn or we have to stop. Like, it's not, you know, it's, yes, technically it's our job, but like, it's, it's what we do. It's, it's fun. It's enjoyable. We have a good time. And honestly, I think it's why we have um, even more successful, like, you know, why we have successful burns um, because we do have that, you know, that one, two punch, like, you know, the fact that Lindsay can hop in, we have like a members only page for Chapel Hill and for Carrie, but Lindsay can hop on and talk to my members and I can hop on and talk to her members. We've been training both gyms. Like this morning I trained Carrie and Chapel Hill at 6am and 8am. Like we have that ability to be able to trans like transition between both gyms seamlessly. So I am solely the head trainer at Chapel Hill. I can train the Carrie people and she can train the Chapel Hill people. So it really, I think our members have a, you know, not to like be bragging about it, but they, they have like a win-win where they get two head trainers that can really train them and really help them through certain things, especially during times like this. You know, Lindsay can resonate with some of my members a little bit better, and sometimes I can resonate with her members a little better. So it's been awesome. And, and like I said, I think us having that partnership, not only like personally, but also with two gyms really makes for us to have a good like one-two punch with our two burns. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great point, you know, like – um. Uh, they get twice uh, the benefits uh, just, you know, by, you know, two minds working together um, and being able to work together and two, two head people that know who they are uh, and then work together to help them get better. And, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely a win for everyone who's at your gyms. Yeah, Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, so what do you guys like to do outside? Do you guys like to stay active? Do you guys like to binge watch Netflix or uh, what do you guys like to do? We're outdoor people for sure. Um, we like to travel a lot. So like the, that part of COVID has been tougher. And I don't even mean like big international travel, just quick weekend trips. Like when COVID first started, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to get to go camping so much during this time. So I bought a bunch of camping equipment and uh nope. Nope. <laughs> so um, we definitely like to be outside, whether it's hiking, camping, beach for sure. Um, but don't get me wrong. There have been parts of COVID where I'm like, I just watched two seasons of that show in 24 hours. And like, that's also, but uh, that's not a normal for us. That's like, a, we're just trying to figure out the waters just like everybody else. But I think typically we like to be active and moving and outdoors and with people. We love hugging and high-fiving yeah. and everything that we're not groups. supposed to be doing yeah. right now. <laughs> so, uh, but now, like, yeah, I, I, me personally, I enjoy lifting. Like, I love lifting weights. That's probably been the hardest part for me. Like, even though I have burned boot camp, I've always, always had, like, my own separate, you know, gym membership. It's literally my, my getaway spot to, you know, just kind of focus on me and do what I want to do. That's been hard not having that, um, you know, because, and that's, 
because that, like I said, that's my escape. Like it's, you know, I, I, I know we, I've talked to you about this actually. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna go home and train. Like I can't, like, I just cannot <laughs> like home is like my comfort zone. Like, don't get me wrong. I've done it a couple of times, but I'd much rather be at a gym somewhere and just kind of like headphones in doing my own thing. Uh, but like, obviously to each their own, I'm jealous because now you do have that. <laughs> and you, <laughs> and you don't have anywhere else to go, you know? Uh, but aside from that, like, yeah, just, you know, I like lifting weights as one of my, you know, go-to things. We do like to travel a lot. That's always something that we enjoy doing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just typical stuff, staying <laughs> active, moving, taking our dogs out. Nothing crazy. It's awesome, man. So, uh, now, why did you guys choose the fitness space out of uh, all the different fields you could have gone into? Uh, why did you choose exercise science and fitness and uh, all that good stuff? Uh, I'll kick this off. So for me, I lost, I, I started my weight loss after my freshman year of college. So I got into my freshman year, continued to just like eat poorly, not take care of myself, very unhealthy, like just didn't care about school. I was just like, that was probably like the lowest of my low in my entire life. Just like as far as, you know, me taking care of myself, not caring about anything really. And all I knew was that I love playing sports. I wanted to in, be involved with sports or training or something like that. After that freshman year of college, I, uh, I, was, I was on academic probation. Like, I did awful. And that's where, like, you know, that summer, you know, me going home, it really just kind of hit, you know, that I need to do something. Like, I cannot live the rest of my life like this. Like, something needs to change. Something needs to happen. And I didn't know how to start doing that. But my first kind of goal was, like, all right, well, first off, I'm done – you know, carrying my body the way I do. So that summer is when I started eating right and I started working out regularly once again. And sure enough, I get back to college. By the time I got back to college, I had already dropped like 20-ish pounds, continued continued working out, continued nutrition. I like, you know, almost hunkered down for my whole sophomore year and really just focused on transforming my body. And I always, uh, I always joke around with some of my members how exercise and fitness is far surpassed the aesthetics and, you know, just health and wellness. It kind of trickles into everything else in your life. I went from almost failing out after my freshman year to getting straight A's for the next three years. I was like, I didn't trim fat off my brain. I didn't train my, you know, I didn't do anything up there other than just creating my work ethic, creating healthy habits, and that trickled into everything else in my life. So once I was in that weight loss process, my sophomore year, you know, you're taking like gen ed classes and stuff like that. And that's where I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to, I like, I've done it on myself. I see how, how amazing this has been just for me personally. And I want to be able to transfer that sensation, that feeling that I went through to others that may feel, you know, either hopeless or just feel like they're in a rut or feel like they need some, something to change. So um, that was kind of like my cap that got me to do that. And then, um, and then it was, it was, I couldn't get enough of it. I remember being in class and just like absorbing everything like a sponge because I lived through everything that I was learning on myself and then I figured out like where I, I could have done things better, where I did things wrong, where I'd like nailed it. And it was just like addicting to keep learning about this process because while I was learning it, I was, you know, directly implementing it on myself. So it was like a fun, just like I couldn't get enough of it. And before I knew it, like college was over and I just like dived right into it. And it was, uh, and I know without a doubt that this is what I need to be doing. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, like you brought up such a cool point about how exercise and training is uh way more than than just aesthetics right it's it, it's such a keystone habit which that uh kind of helps shape the rest of your life you know like 
Uh, you guys, uh, you know, we, we never talked about this, but you guys may have kicked it off from the beginning because you're both into fitness, right? And you're both into a lot of things that come with it, like self-improvement, uh, you know, and like working towards a goal, you know, working on being the best version of yourself possible. And, uh, you know, as soon as, you know, a person can establish that, oftentimes in that, in that fitness realm, uh, they, they start to look at other parts of their lives and they're like, oh, you know, like I could be so much better in this area and this area and this area. And, and like, oh, like, uh, you, you know, I'm the kind of person who is a very uh, diligent person who likes to set goals and work towards them and doesn't like to settle for anything less than the best. Like, take that same mindset that they've been using in fitness and then put it into their schoolwork and then put it into, you know, working with the people, you know, around them and um, all those things. So, so Stephen, that's so cool, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like I said, it was a direct correlation how like I got healthier and my grades got better, <laughs> but it was all just the fundamental of like creating those habits and doing things that are hard, like, you know, working out and eating right are not easy. And, you know, being able to do those hard things then made it easier to do the other hard things like staying on top of my schoolwork and doing those things or like, you know, my career, you know, fitness, fitness facility or the fitness field is something that is hard for a lot of people. Like it's pretty common that, you know, you always hear about like, you know, the wages aren't that high, you know, you don't make that great of money, this and that, but it's also, you know, that's average, you know, and we're not looking for average. We've always strived to get above that, which is why we're in such a great position that we are now, but all that stemmed from me creating that, you know, that health and fitness habit, which trickled on into everything else. And I, I always say the same about Lindsay. Like, had I met Lindsay as my freshman or sophomore year, I don't think we'd be together because I wasn't in the right place yet either. You know what? I wasn't in a good position and that helped me find my wife. <laughs> so figuring it so thank you, exercise. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, man. Uh, that's awesome. Well, uh, I'm uh, Lindsay. How about you? Um, so I don't have the, the weight loss background. Um, I actually come from kind of the opposite. I was always an athlete growing up, like from ages seven till through college. Um, and I, I was taught early on, like eating healthy and exercise and just all these healthy habits were just innate in me because my parents instilled that in us. And like, we spent our summers hiking and being outdoors. And so all of these things that I just thought were known and normal and um, just, I figured everybody, you know? And um, so when I went to college, I got three jobs at the rec center and that wasn't, and I wasn't even into health and fitness yet other than my own personal like desires and passion. So I played basketball every day. I worked in the weight room and then I taught group fitness and I very quickly learned moving to the South. Um, and I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's nationally, but the South specifically was a big cultural change for me. Um, not just in the, you know, in the culture, but just in the, you know, the levels of overweight, obesity, things that are, like I said, they're prevalent everywhere, but it's, it's different um, from where I grew up. And um, I knew that I always wanted to help people. That's been it's just something I've wanted to do, I guess, since I was younger, but I didn't know in which avenue. And then I quickly learned through my experiences in the rec center and in my own fitness journeys and um, just the, how empowering health and fitness can be. And I figured if I can teach somebody that can then teach their kids how to live a healthy lifestyle, then it will just be an, 
a normalcy. It, it can just be, you know, things that everybody grows up with. So people don't have to go through the struggle that, you know, Stephen went through and other people that have to figure it out on their own. I can't imagine how hard that would be, especially, you know, when you're an adult, young adult, and all of these things are instilled in you from years and years and years. Um, so I wanted to change as corny as it sounds, I still, I wanted to, and I still want to change the world by the trickle effect of teaching my clients healthy, but realistic. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be chicken and broccoli six times a day and running 10 miles a day. It can be a lifestyle. You can be happy and well-rounded and, and successful all at the same time. So I feel like my experiences throughout college, just being around physical activity and um i was i was one of the lucky ones i picked my major and stayed with it but i didn't even know if i was gonna like it and then throughout my major there were just confirmations that i was doing what i needed to do because certain classes that you had to take as prereqs like i did terribly in physics but i did amazing in biomechanics which is literally physics <laughs> but, like, but with the I bodies I was like, okay, this is what I'm good at. This is what I can focus on. This is, it makes sense to my brain. And I, I knew that sitting behind a computer somewhere was just not going to be, uh, was not going to be for me. So it was just experience after experience. That was just confirmation as to why I was doing what I was doing. And I just, I love it. I still do. And, um, it's different every day, which is exciting. And, um, so yeah, just living out things that were taught to me from a young age and then applying them to help change the world is, is my own personal experience. That's awesome. That's, that's <laughs> real, real. Um, so like, I mean, both of your kind of wise missions kind of came out there. I know, I, you know, I, I, without me even asking, like, it's just, it, it's very apparent, like it's so ingrained with uh, who you guys are as people and uh, what you're trying to do. But yeah. so how did, are you, guys taking those missions those personal missions and then living that out through your burn boot camps i think the i think our ability and this is i'm speaking very specifically to steven and i i'm not just generalizing across you know the health and fitness world but i think steven and i's ability to really connect with our clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis and to be able to you know, empathize with them and hear them and listen to them and not just try to give a, a, a straight up answer. Cause there is no straight up answer when it comes to health and fitness. Are there like big umbrella, gen, like general things like eat healthy and exercise? Yes. But it's not going to translate to somebody the same way as it would translate to another person. So I really think that our ability to connect with our clients on an individual basis has let us live out our missions because you can yell eat healthy and exercise so you're blue in the face but until you really learn where someone has come from and what they are passionate about and what they resonate with and what they want because that's one thing that we see all the time in the gym is people think they want something and then they learn what it would be to get that something and now that something doesn't sound as enticing like i want to that person on the cover of the magazine and you can lay it out for them like, hey, this is what your training regimen would look like and your nutrition regimen would look like and you would look like that for 30 seconds. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe I don't. So what are their, where do their like desires, their wants meet what they're willing to do to get for it? And I feel like that's a really, can be a touchy area and can be kind of a confusing area. But I feel like Steven and I have the ability to do that with our clients because we listen. Um, so I really truly feel like what we are teaching our clients 
is going to be passed down to their families. And I'm hoping that that's, that starts that, that conversation. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And the one thing that really makes it easy for us to do what we do is that our kind of, I guess our pillars of what we stand on very much go hand in hand with what burn bootcamp preaches and what, you know, what they're about, um, which is what makes obviously this, you know, this, this teamwork of, you know, us as trainers underneath the burn bootcamp umbrella, you know, it's not about the six pack abs. It's not about the, you know, trying to be as shredded as possible. It's about finding a, a, a life that you, that is worth living for yourself, that makes you happy, that makes you enjoyable, that, that leaves you satisfied because, um, I've been on both spectrums. I've been incredibly overweight and I've been incredibly in great shape, low body fat, single digit body fat. And I was unhappy in both positions. I was unhappy overweight. I was unhappy in the best position I was, or the best shape I've ever in because that took a ton of sacrificing. And it took a lot of things that, you know, for me, you know, I like to go out and have pizza with Lindsay on the weekend. I like to have a drink every now and then. And then, and, and could I do, could I eliminate those things? Yes. But then if I'm also unhappy doing those things, then at what at what line do you cross? You're like, that's too much. And that's one of those things that, you know, that's how I live my life. You know, I live my life in a place where I can, you know, enjoy these things or enjoy food or whatever, take a day or two off and not feel bad about it. And that's kind of one of the things that we do preach at Burn Bootcamp is that, like, you know, we're here for longevity. You know, we're not here for, we're not, there's not this race event that we have in two weeks that we got to get incredibly in good shape for. It's about day after day, week after week, year after year, just working our working for just overall health and wellness. And yes, we, those aesthetics goals will definitely come. And, and if you want that, we can absolutely go for it. But it's kind of like tying, tying all your happiness into, well, when I get that promotion, I'm going to be happy. When I get that car, when I get that house, when I get my, my, wife or husband like tying everything into that end goal just waiting for that moment to truly be happy it's just a recipe for disaster instead of hey being happy with the process and you know being happy with where you are today but know that you can be better and that's cool and that's fine and having that to work towards and that's kind of how we think when it comes to training and health and wellness and burn boot canvas i mean we're just like you know neck and neck with having that same thought and vision so it's awesome that you know to have that support you know and then being able to preach the way we are and know that we're not selling out for another image or vice versa. So it's, it's pretty much a seamless, you know, cohesion between us as trainers and burn as far as like, you know, their, I guess their mantra and their, you know, what they stand for. Man, uh, that's awesome, man. And you, you hit the nail on the head, you know, like uh, it, it's about the process, right? Right. It, it, it's about overcoming the obstacles and, uh, being that 1% better, you know, every single day and then falling in love with that process versus just being, Oh, you know, like I need to get this next goal. I need to get this next goal because, because once you're there, like it's fleeting, right? So like it happens in a second and it's gone in a second. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, uh, you know, someone who um, let's, let's take an athlete, you know, who uh, all they want to do is play, play college ball or a play uh, pro ball and they hate everything about it. And once they get there, you know, like, and all of a sudden they're gone, or, and, and then like, they've checked that box, they've achieved that goal, well then, uh, what's the next one, right? And, and they just get there and they say, hey, like, I've achieved this goal, like, I actually don't like playing, uh, why the heck am I doing this? And they fall off, and then they drop off and they lose a lot of those habits because the goal was checked, or, uh, let's say um, someone is, all they want to do is lose 20 pounds. 
And they're like, you know, once I get to 20 pounds, like I'm going to be so much happier and I'm going to be so much better. Uh, I'm going to look so much better. I'm going to fit into the best dress size I want. I'm, I'm going to have abs. I'm going to be able to take off my shirt. Uh, and they put in all this work to get down to lose those 20 pounds. But then that box is just checked. And then all of a sudden they revert back to everything they did, which didn't get them there in the first place. Um, so, no, so me too. Like I was, I was the same way. You know, I, I, the heaviest I got to was like two, 255. And I was like, all right, 225. All right, 200. All right, 190. And I kept pushing the envelope, you know, and then eventually I was definitely under eating and definitely overtraining to try to get to that. Like, I just got so obsessed with seeing that scale go down, thinking I was making progress, but really I was just beating my body up. And then eventually the lowest I ever got to was 172, which is wild considering I walk around at like 200 now, 205. So, but yeah, same thing. I get to that number and I'm like, why do I not feel better about this? Why do I still feel unfulfilled? And then that's kind of where, you know, and that's, you know, kind of talking about like me kind of being able to myself, I can help curve that, curve that, you know, learning curve for all my other members that I can see, okay, I know what, what point you're at because I was there, but let me hear me out. Right. Because it's going to be a dark, it's going to be a long road and it's going to be unfulfilled if we keep attacking it or keep thinking about it that same way. So that's one of the coolest things that I've been able to do is kind of like notice what, what, what chapter of the journey they're on and be like, all right, look, this is what could happen next. I don't need you to be like worried or this and that. Like I wish people would have told me that when I was, you know, 180, I'm like, Hey man, if you actually start strength training and stop doing so much cardio, you might build your body up a little bit better. But instead, what did I do? I started cutting more calories, you know, and just, but you know that was that was my trial and error, and that makes me a better trainer today. Yeah, hey, I mean that's that's so awesome. Um, have you ever read the book The Infinite Game by Simon uh, Sinek or Simon Snook? I've read his other book. I don't know if we did that one. I don't know if we've read that one. I don't think yeah, we have. I think we have. I, he's he does the the what was it the circle? Yeah, like the circle diagram. Do you remember? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what it was, but Where's I did. Well, so, uh, so, so he has I'm a Wix Eat Last. Uh, he has uh, Start With Why and uh, The Infinite Game. I know they're, they're the three books of his, uh, that I've read. But in, in uh, The Infinite Game, you should definitely read it. He talks about this idea of um, there's two kind of games, right? So we have a finite game and the uh, infinite game. The infinite game is just like you're talking about health, wellness, fitness, um, happiness, uh, you know, life. Like, like there is no start and there is no end. And it's just the idea of constantly improving yourself on a daily basis so that you can stay in the game and be playing the game 50 years down the road, uh, still continue to make progress. Uh, versus you've got this finite game, which has a start and finish, like a baseball game or a football game or, um, you know, some kind of race, right, to where you've got this uh, start line, this finish line, you know, the first pitch, the final whistle, however you want to say it. And if you use the same rules to play the infinite game as you do the finite game, uh, you're going to see this peak and then drop off, right, and you're, you're going to fall out of the game simply because you're playing by the by the wrong rules uh does that make sense yeah, yeah. no absolutely yeah 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, highly, highly recommend that book, man. It's so good. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. – we're constantly picking up stuff like that. So we'll have to check that one out. Definitely read his other yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, awesome. So now uh, what are you guys doing at your individual boot camps or, or, or I, I guess at both your boot camps? um to live out those missions so, so like what actionable steps have like you guys implemented to uh make those things happen so we have like uh, through burn boot camp we have what we call our focus meetings and focus meetings basically a 15 minute meeting where you can sit down with you know your your head trainer your other trainers and kind of go ahead and just like lay out what it is that you know why are you here? What do we want to work on? Kind of what are those progressions look like? And that's something that's been invaluable to our train or to our members because it gives them that one on like that true, true one-on-one -on -one time with, Hey, you get to steal that trainer. You get to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. You get to work on whatever it is you want to work on. Hey, you want to like have me walk you through macros? Let's do that. Hey, you want to work on double unders? Let's do that. It's just truly that 15 minutes for you to kind of work on whatever it is that you want to do. And, you know, we, we have our, you know, our general information, you know, and kind of like our pillars of what we believe in and, you know, our keys to success, but then it's nice to be able to implement that on a one-on-one -on -one basis with each member. And that's one of those things that, you know, really it's, we call them optionally mandatory. <laughs> Obviously most fitness facilities like have their like health assessments, their fitness assessments, but we're like, no, 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 no. You need to schedule one within the first week that you join. And then we'll start, you know, programming or like game planning from then on out. And it's, and like, like, you know, we've been talking about like this, we're not doing this for a two week event, a 30 day challenge, a 60 day challenge. We're doing this for long-term health and wellness. And that's how we approach it. I'm not going to sit here and give you the, a meal plan for the next 30 days. Cause what happens when day 31 shows up? If I haven't taught you or educated you on this, then you're going to run out of directions and you're going to go back to your old habits. Right. And that's where you always hear like, Oh, I'm doing whole 30 again, or I'm doing keto again, or I'm doing paleo again, 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 again. The problem is we're, we're getting too streamlined and maybe too restrictive for some people. Not now. Some people can succeed in that, but not everybody does, which is why you have that, you know, bounce back the yo-yo the or whatever. So that's where we can really try to figure out each individual member and figure out what makes them tick. You know, somebody like me, I could never do intermittent fasting because my reason why I was growing up overweight was I was a binge eater. So now you're telling me I have to close the windows of where I eat and eat more. Well, that's going to feed right into my binge eating habits and that's going to be bad. Right. So imagine if I'm over here, you know, high and mighty preaching intermittent fasting and everybody, well, there's going to be that 10, 20% of people that are like me, that's going to be very, very detrimental to them. And that, like I said, and that's what really helps us really talk to those people one-on-one -on -one and figure out who they are, what makes them tick. And ultimately, why did you walk through the doors of burn bootcamp? That's awesome, man. That's, that's so awesome. Oh, Lindsay, oh, what about you? Yeah, I mean, that's that's true for both gyms, the focus meetings, because that's a staple with ours. But the other thing, I mean, we're talking about longevity here, right? Everything that we've talked about for the past 15 minutes is how do we keep people continuing inside the gym, outside the gym? And uh, the two big things that we really, really do on a daily basis is emphasize the community that we have. Um, it's almost scary how close some of our clients are with each other. I mean, like, they spend each time outside of the gym, inside of the gym, their families know each other. And it wasn't, it was cool to see that happen organically. Cause yeah, people come into the gym knowing each other, but then all of a sudden there's this group of 30 women that are taking vacations with each other once a year. And um, so the community aspect, because they are giving each other support, they're giving each other accountability outside of just me and Steven doing so. Right. Um, it's like when 
a parent tries to tell their kids something and they're like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone else says the same thing and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah. So they give each other that, uh, that additional outside support. Um, so we do a lot with the community, not just our community in Burn either, but with the Cary community, the Chapel Hill community, um, trying to reach as many people as possible without them even being our clients sometimes, you know, offering our services elsewhere. And then also involving the families. Um, that's a big one for us. Um, because you know, your wife is extremely healthy and, and active and it's easier when you guys both are. Yes. Um, thing that we, we combat a little bit is the, the husband or the wife will be all in and they're burn and they're logging their food and they're doing a great job. But the other significant other is, you know, wants to kind of push it in the opposite direction. Um, and it's so much easier when the whole family is involved and excited. And then obviously I've talked about how I want to affect the children as well so that they can grow up with healthy habits. So getting the, the, um, the families involved. So for example, we're going to schedule uh, probably next week, a live zoom with, and we're going to do kids nutrition. So the kids are going to jump on the zoom, the kids of our clients with their parents. And we're just going to talk about nutrition, obviously in a very, kind of broad scope, but just to start that conversation, because that's a tough one to have as a parent from what I've heard anyways, we're not parents, but um, with kids, it's, it's tough because you got to be careful about what you say and how you say it. And, you know, um, so us really, really emphasizing the community and the family involvement into all of these things that we're teaching from a health and fitness standpoint is how we're really, really preaching our, our passion and our mantra and what we want to do with the communities because if we can change the community then it just keeps spreading and um the community of burn is unlike anything i've ever seen and i know i'm biased because i'm burn boot camp all the way but it truly truly is As, yeah and that, that's something that i saw when i wasn't even with burn i just remember thinking like what are they drinking over there like it was <laughs> like you know we I had a gym that had group training and it just wasn't the same. So I really did get to see it from a third person point of view and just being like that. I don't, something's crazy over there. Yeah. I, they're just like best drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. But uh, then I drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can actually see that from, uh, from, from being that third party. Like I've, uh, you know, worked with uh, a bunch of, or, or a bunch of your members and uh, met a lot of your members uh you know i've had what three of your um uh workers actually come to shadow me now That's one of them, uh sarah uh she's off at school right now or i guess she might yeah. be home but uh so like I, I, i've seen it from that third point of view and uh man i you guys really do you guys have an amazing group at, at both gyms and um Everyone is uh, very, uh, I'm enthusiastic about, you know, uh, their friends at the gym and their, their accountability partners and, uh, and just ultimately how much fun it is to go work out at your gyms. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And I mean, they we get to, because we're looking at, you know, health and wellness in like the most well-rounded vision as possible and part of that are the friendships and the relationships that you create and you want to surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are driven and um and you know accountable to each other so just seeing that grow organically from just just inside our four walls and it just totally transcends just our gym and that's why because our physical gym is closed right now 
our gym is still alive and well. Our community is still thriving and strong. And, um, and it's just a big testament to what they have grown as members and as women and men um, organically within those four walls. It's, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It's always cool to see some, somebody like new come to the gym and they're just like, are you guys like all best friends? Like, you guys, like, all know each but it's just like, you know, the, the one of my favorite things is, you know, seeing those, those friendships blossom because people come in for a place to exercise or a place to burn calories and they end up making a best friend that they would have never had, you know, so that, and guess what? That's going to make it way easier to keep showing up day after day, week after week, year after year. So, you know, it, there's, there's so much that goes into, um, into creating that health, health habit and, the fitness habit and, you know, working out consistently, but man, we make it a lot easier by having people that she said, like-minded people around you, people that keep supporting you. I mean, like our members just constantly text each other, like, Hey, where are you at? Or, Hey, I'll see you in the morning. Like, you know, and that, and all, all that is, is just little tidbits of just, you know, um, just pushing encouragement every single day that, Hey, guess what? Today might've been a day where they're like, you know, I'm just not feeling it. And then you get the text like 10 minutes later, Hey, you're going to be at the gym. All right, let me get my shoes on. Let me get, uh, you know, you know, but that constant, just like, you know, pushing and encouraging, whether it's from us or from our members is what ultimately creates, you know, such amazing success in our gyms. And that's not just aesthetics wise, that's just overall health, happiness, life, happiness, and wellness and all that stuff. Oh, that's awesome, man. So um, now boot camps, you know, they're, they're, you know, pretty intense, you know, like uh, you guys do, do an, an intense style of working out and uh, training. And uh, what do you tell to the person who uh, may have seen, you know, you guys through the front window or may have heard it from their friend who just like, listen, like, I just don't know if I can do this. Like it's, uh, you know, I just don't think I'm in shape enough to actually start burn boot camp. Uh, what do you guys tell them? And then uh, what do you have in place to help them, have a smooth transition in uh, to the gym. So we've, I mean, I'm sure Steven has similar stories, like multiple times people will come in and be like, I came and sat in your parking lot for three weeks straight and never walked in the doors because I was just a little too nervous or a little too scared. Um, the word boot camp automatically puts a certain expectation on what that workout looks like. The awesome thing is that because our gyms are so diverse in age, weight, ethnicity, I mean, injuries what their previous experience were um we have people that will advocate for us just by being there so anytime someone either approaches us on the street um, which happens more than you would think um or you know asks sends an email calls whatever the first thing i'll tell them is just come in and watch like come in you don't even have to put your exercise clothes on literally just come in and watch. Cause I don't care what like camp time you come during the day at Gary or Chapel Hill, you're not going to see cookie cutter, like fit, crazy beast women and men out there. You're going to see a little bit of everything. Um, and so coming in and watching is, is a big seller for us in the sense that anybody truly can't do it. Um, I have a 75 year old woman and she works out next to my 18 year old college athlete and they're partners. A lot of the time, they're the cutest partners ever. And they're both getting their best workout, but the workout looks completely different. Um, and so how we execute that is that one-on-one training. It's a group setting, but it's a one-on-one training. So if you know, it's someone's first day and they have, you know, a 
double knee replacement and then you you will literally stay by that person during the entire workout while you're training a group from afar and just walk them through these very basic movements and just teaching them how to move without weight without intensity without impact um and just because they'll just get sucked into the encouraged atmosphere because during that exact scenario that woman will have or man will have 15, 20 people come over and high five them throughout the workout because that's the community that we have. So it's our responsibility as trainers to make sure that they execute a safe and appropriate workout. But the encouragement and the, um, the community itself will be what keeps them there. But I really, anytime I have somebody that's hesitant, I just have them come in and just watch, just watch it. I don't care if they come in and watch for a week and they never actually step on the floor because they'll see in our crowd of people, somebody that they can resonate with that like, okay, you know what? I think she could, if she can do it, I can too. Yeah. And you know, that's the one thing that very literally burn bootcamp has kind of built in. And this is unlike any other gym that I've been is literally within our training, we give you modifications. Like in my previous job, like I would give modifications where I needed to, in this situation, we modify right off the bat for anybody that needs it. Hey, guys, we're going front squats. You need to modify, take it down to one dumbbell. You need to really modify, go body weight. Like, that's literally how I will explain an exercise. Well, now I'm, I've given three versions, one for, my, you know, one for my advanced, one for my intermediate, and now for my beginners. With one movement, three different ways to do it. And that's how we apply every single exercise is literally giving you the modification that's best for you. And you can ramp it up whenever you need to, and you can ramp it down whenever you need to. But that's something that is very literally in our protocol of how we conduct camps and how we train them to make it more accessible. Hey guys, uh, you're gonna do X, Y, Z in here, then you're gonna take a lap outside the parking lot. If you can't run, if you got knee issues, shin joints, what I want you to do is you're gonna do X, Y, Z inside. And that's, once again, another way to provide that modification. And I'm not singling anybody out, calling anybody out, here's your modification, take it if you need it, right? Somebody may do good on that first lap and crush the run. On the second one, oof, I got to stay inside on this one. So finding the ways of pushing yourself to your 100%. Another big thing that really um, kind of helps separate burn from other uh, places, and you've been able to see this firsthand, is our floating floor. That yeah. big that we have for the, for the listeners that don't know, it's basically kind of like a gymnastics floor. It's, uh, it's padded. It gives a little bit. It's amazing for limiting a lot of the force that your joints will take in your ankles and your knees and your hips. Mm -hmm. And we're doing any kind of jumping or anything or any more high plyometric type movements like that that alone is something that will modify every movement for you because it really just makes those movements a little bit less um forceful on the body but ultimately like you know i i if someone comes to me and they're concerned i i'm completely honest with them I'm like you know what it is going to be hard but you're going to be capable of doing everything that I ask you to do. And never will I ask you to do anything that I think you're not capable of. Like I'm not going to have a first timer come in and expect her to do something that one of my members that's been with me for a year and a half can do. Right. So that's where not only do we have the modifications, you know, implemented within the workout, but I will meet you wherever you are going to be at. And it's going to be challenging. It's going to be tough, but you're going to be able to do it. And we just got to keep showing up day after day. And most importantly, just have the thing between our ears ready to work and ready to make that change. Because a lot of times I've seen people who are very deconditioned push through workouts. And I've seen some people come in that I thought were in pretty good shape and they just, they can't hang, you know, and, it, and that's fine. You know, that's fine. Like you choose what difficult it is for you. 
but ultimately some people are, are, are mentally ready to make that change too, regardless of how hard the workout is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, uh, I'm, uh, those things are awesome. You know, like having the ability to take someone you know, who hasn't worked out in the last 15 years and say, Hey, listen, we can modify this so that you get what you need to move forward. And, um, you know, it's okay that you can't do some of these things right off the bat, but uh, we're going to help you get there. And I'm going to be with you each step of the way. And, uh, you know, I think that's awesome guys. I really do. So, um, now if, if someone out there right now is listening, they're like, I want to try burn boot camp. Um, how can they get in touch with both of you guys? So we're obviously in a unique situation with COVID. Um, but if you, our biggest platform is our Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, so getting on and following those and then sending us either a message or a Facebook message. But the cool thing is, even though our gyms are closed, I had three people last week start their two week free trial and they're Zooming with us. So we're not in the gym, but they're still getting like an experience with Burn in the community and they're on the members only pages and they're meeting people. Um, so they're getting to train with us right now for free, two weeks free. That's something that Burns offer all over the country for people that are just trying it out for the first time. And they don't have to wait until the doors are open. They can start now, which is really cool. Um, and then they kind of get that taste of it. And then by the time we're able to get back into our gyms, it's just going to be like that much more awesome because it's, it's the true, um, the true burn feel in the community. But um, so yeah, that's something that we offer to everybody because you probably hear of other gyms doing, you know, try out one class free or whatever. And that's awesome but we want people to see some version of results before they commit and before they decide that it's something that they might want to do. Um, now is two weeks going to be like major weight loss? No, obviously not. But the results just in the, you can feel your body get stronger in two weeks. Your confidence can get better in two weeks. Um, you can feel just even more comfortable mentally in two weeks. And all of those are considered progress. So um, I would say for people that have never tried out burn, reach out to either Chapel Hill, Cary, whichever one they are closest to, um, and inquire about the two-week free trial because you'll get to meet your trainer, even if it's just via Zoom right now, and start to see what the community is like. And, and like I said, you'll be even more prepared walking into the doors for the first time when we are hopefully able to open, you know, fairly soon. Yeah. So just reaching out to either of our, you know, social medias and also our website, if you just Google burn bootcamp, Chapel Hill or burn bootcamp carry, that's a way to sign up for that 14 day test drive. But um, that is something that, you know, it's, it's what also helps separate us from other fitness facilities in the, in the sense of that, we give you 14 days because it's going to take all 14 days to really see what burn boot camp's about. Not every day is the same. It's not leg day every Monday. It's not cardio every Wednesday. Every day is different. Every week is different. And we have a massive umbrella of, you know, exercise training modalities that we cover and all that just helps you be the you know most well-rounded that you can be. And most importantly, just helping you find that, that the, the exercise or fitness, you know, type of movement that'll help you continue to push. I love lifting weights and I dislike cardio, but I know that I need it. So being able to combine all those things together, help me become much more well-rounded. And there's people out there that are the opposite that, Hey, they'll do cardio any day of the week, but they don't like lifting weights or they, they don't enjoy it. Then all of a sudden they find that new love for it because we're able to implement these things, you know, on a weekly basis to kind of expose people to some different stuff. So yes, using, using either of our websites would be a great way to sign up for that 14 day uh, complimentary, complimentary test drive. Mm -hmm.
Awesome, guys. Yeah, and uh, I'll put all that in the uh, show notes uh, to make sure that everyone can find you, you know, Google, you know, a Facebook, Instagram, all those good things. But uh, guys, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me today. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on and uh, hopefully have you guys on again in the future at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. It's been so fun. Have you back in yeah. the gym. Dies down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, um, hopefully, what, at the start of July? <laughs> hopefully sooner. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, have you guys heard anything about the um, – I, I know a group of gyms out there is pushing and trying to, like – uh, file a lawsuit with the state or with the governor? Are, are you guys incorporated in that? No. no, but we are big advocates for having our story heard. You know, okay. I feel like we're able to present our unique situation in our ability to open and run a safe gym, but no, we're not part of the, of the um, lawsuit move. But we are, we are advocating for opening sooner than later if possible we miss our people yeah um you know it, it's just like you guys said it's such an important part of people's lives and uh you know gyms are way more than just fitness right it's family it's community it's uh habit it's um builds you know there is such a keystone habit which impacts every part of someone's life you know and um so so you know i'm i'm really got my fingers crossed for you guys and uh you know um Hopefully we see you guys there soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Yeah, so awesome guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh I will have all the info up in the show notes. Um, so if you have any questions for Stephen and and I'm uh, Lindsay, uh send them over a message. Uh they're two awesome people that will be happy to chat with you. But guys, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye, thanks you guys. okay guys thanks for listening to the podcast today i hope you found the content useful and i hope it helps you avoid an unneeded surgery uh, or an unneeded injection in the future now in practice my goal is to save 1 million active individuals from the unneeded surgeries injections and pain meds that they don't need while helping them stay active and performing the activities that they love to do. Now, guys, I cannot reach that many people all by myself. I really need your help. So if you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your friends, with your families, or with anyone who you feel really needs to hear it. By doing so, you may just save that person from an unneeded surgery or injection that they really do not need. If you're not following me yet on social media, find me on Instagram at drtank underscore dpt and on Facebook at ground to overhead physical therapy. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you guys here again next time on the Move with Tank podcast.